0: Praise the Lord.
1: Praise the Lord.
0: Give glory. Amen. Amen. Praise, Praise his God. name. Let us all stand and get ready to worship as we ask the presence of the Holy Spirit to come into this house. Father, into your presence we come this morning, O oh God, in this special occasion. God, not all will, but your will be done. Father, we pray your blessings this morning on this house, O God, that the Holy Spirit, O God, may dwell within, O God, and may it be a service like no other. Father, we ask your blessing and your guidance in Jesus' precious name this morning. Amen and amen. amen. You may be seated for a little while. <clears throat> As you are aware this morning, it is the culmination of our Pastor's Appreciation Service, and uh, with me is my co-host, Sister Claudette Mendez. Put your hands together for her. Okay, Okay. and um, she is a rookie for this Sunday, so um, you know how that is, right? But she is great because the Spirit of the Lord is upon her too. Amen? Amen. And she'll be fine. And uh, you know, we are going to co chair the program. And uh, we just want to thank you because you look beautiful. So give yourself a clap. You look beautiful. Turn to the person to the left and right of you again and said, You are in the right place at the right time. Right place, right Amen. Time.
2: Right place, right time. Right
3: place, right
0: time. In the right place at the right time. As we give thanks for this very, very special occasion. Amen? Did you pray for your pastors this morning? Yes. Did you? Remember, you are in the house of the Lord. All right? So we all prayed for our pastors this morning, right? And you pray that everything will go fine. And we just really, as we welcome them in a way that there is, because we have sat under many pastors, and they have given us their full 100%, and we want to wish them well. Amen? Amen. And we want, to, we want to give thanks that God has given us this group of men, the man and woman of God. And today, we are saying to them in a very small way, thank you. Amen? Amen. And uh, so as they come in, as they, the order would be, as uh, we get our reverend to come in, our, pa- our ministers, and then our pastors. Right? But as they come in, I want you to put your hands together for them as we call their names, okay? So first, I have Reverend Rampassad. <laughs> and uh, as I'm still um, making their way in, all right, and um, we're just a little early, right? Okay. And uh, Sister Claudette, you want to just greet the audience?
1: Praise the Lord. Amen. The Lord. Let me hear every one of us praise the Lord. Praise Amen. the Lord. Amen. This is a day the Lord has made. We will rejoice Amen. and be glad in it. Amen? Amen. Okay. As, as um, Deacon Daniel has said, this is Pastor's Appreciation Day Accumulation. And we know when something accumulated comes together and every little mickle maker muckle. So this morning in the house of the Lord, we're going to make our muckle shown. We're going to give God thanks. We're going to praise him. And we just want to thank you for being here as we praise God together and give him thanks for our pastors. Amen. Amen.
0: All right. And so you're going to clap again for Reverend Rampersad. Right, a man of God is also the chairman of the of Move, the Men Ministry. All right. Well-known brother Rampasad, welcome, brother Rampasad. And second, sister Sonia Edwards, one of the pillars. The Reverend Sonia Edwards. And the Reverend Jackie Watson. Yeah. And she is followed by the Reverend Webber and Mr. Garfield Francis. Some of you, our next guest is familiar. He is Mr. Theodore Smith. He has the best name of all. You know, so welcome, Mr. Theodore Smith. All right. Uh, welcome, continue to put your hands together as first person with the best name comes along. Right? All right. And now I am to ask you to stand as we welcome Pastors Carl and Diary Francis, our speaker, our pastors of this house, welcome them! Thank you very much, and you may now be seated. My word. Do you think Sister Francis look a lot younger than last year? <laughs> no disrespect to our pastor, but she really does look a lot younger than last year, right? Mm-hmm. All right, and so, it's good. The spirit of the Lord is upon you, and it's always good. I just want to welcome all of us into the house of the Lord this morning. And uh, because we are here for a special occasion, we are commanded to do so by the word of God. And we are not making anybody holier than thou, but we are doing what the Word of God called us to do. Amen? Amen. And um, and we just want to welcome them. And put your hands together again for our ministers and our pastors. to welcome them in the house of the Lord this morning. We have a full program, and we're going to move real fast. And so I'm just going to let Sister Claudia say a few words, and then I'm going to go over to the worship team.
1: Praise the Lord another time. We can't praise the Lord too often, amen? Praise, praise God. This morning, I just want to give God thanks for the privilege of being here as we show in a small way our appreciation to our pastors. I know during the month, we have you know, made several tributes and we have sung their praises. And um, it, it can't be too much. We still want to do some more this morning. But to me, this morning, the emphasis should be on giving God thanks for them. Because in Jeremiah said, the Lord has given us shepherd after his own heart. And we can see the evidence of God's heart in their lives. And so this morning, we want to really give God thanks for our shepherd, Pastor Carl and Diary Francis, because we see the evidence of God's heart in their lives. All right? So we're going to start our service now. Praise God.
0: And now it's over to our worship team.
4: Praise the, praise the Lord. Praise the praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Shall we stand in his presence this morning? Happy pastors appreciation to my pastors. All of the pastors. Hallelujah. Thank God. Can we just lift our hands in his presence this morning? Just like the sister said, we came to worship and bless God and thank him this morning. Thank him for his many blessings for the daily benefits that he has bestowed unto us. And we thank him this morning for our pastors this morning, hallelujah. The song says, behold, he comes, lift your voice, is the year of jubilee, hallelujah. Can you please worship with us this morning, hallelujah, as we declare hallelujah that there's no God like our God this morning, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus, thank you, Lord. Father, we declare freedom to praise you and worship you this morning. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah, we give you the praise, God. Oh, thank you, God. Thank you, Lord. These are the yes, declaring the word of the Lord. Oh, yes. Yeah days of your servant Moses for righteousness oh and though these are days of great trial. Ever I want you to be lifted high, God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. There's a song that says, Let praises rise from the inside. Hallelujah. Anybody know it? Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. ¡Simple! it up. We want you to be exalted. We extol your name greatly this morning. We say be glorified in the heavens, be glorified in the earth. Be thou glorified this morning. Be thou glorified this morning. Hallelujah. Let your glory be seen God throughout the service this morning. Be glorified this morning. We lift Jesus high this morning. We lift Jesus high this morning. We give you the highest place this morning.
0: Celebrate because we are celebrating tonight and so they just think that for me a little bit.
4: Celebrate
5: Jesus celebrate.
4: Y'all better sing.
1: our scripture says in Jeremiah 3, verse 15. Praise the Lord. Thank you so much, worship team. Ah. At this time, we're going to have our scripture reading, and Brother Earl James Thames will be coming to read the scriptures for us.
6: Praise the Lord, everybody. Thank you, Jesus. This morning, our scripture reading is taken from 1 Thessalonians chapter 2. We're going to read from verse 2 to 10. I'll be reading from the NLT. You know how badly we have been treated at Philippi. Just before we came to you and how much we suffered. Yet, our God gave us courage to declare his good news, to to be bold and in spite of the oppression. So you can see we were not preaching with any deceit, impute or or motives of trickery. For we speak as messengers approved by God and to be entrusted with the good news. Or opposed is to please God sorry, our purpose is to please God, not people. He alone examines the motive of our heart. Never once we tried to win with flattery, as you well know. And God is our witness that we were not preaching to be your friends or just to get your money. As for human praise, we never sought it from any of you. As apostles of Christ, we certainly had the right to make some demands of you. But instead, we were like children among you. Or we were like mothers feeding and caring for your own child. We love, sorry, we love you so much that we share the word, and not only God's good news, but our lives too. Do you remember, dear sisters and brothers, how hard we worked among you, night and day, toiling, earning a living so that we would not be a burden to you? Ten and last, you yourself are much witness so to God that he devoured, honest, and faithful towards the believers. Hear in the word of God. At this time, we're going to have our
1: prayer for our pastors and the whole congregation. We're asking you to participate in our prayer. It should be on the overhead. the Lord. Okay, we're going to be praying for pastors. Father, Your will for their lives in this ministry. Have them to yield themselves completely to your will. Teach them to always rejoice in you. Draw them. Keep their eyes fixed on you and their ears open to your voice. Father, and have them to trust in you to accomplish the work. Refresh through the Holy Spirit. Keep them from anxiety. Supply their spiritual, physical, and financial needs. Bless their children, Jonathan and Brian, with wisdom and divine protection. Help them to walk in humility. Help them to serve in the spirit of humility. Lord God, answer pastors Carl and Diary Francis prayer in the day of trouble. God of Jacob, defend them send them help from the sanctuary, strengthen them, grant them their heart's desire, and fulfill all their petitions. In Jesus' name, amen. Praise the Lord.
0: Praise the Lord. Prayer for our pastors as usual. At this time, I want to take this opportunity to welcome those of you who are worshiping with us for the very first time On this very special Sunday, it's a very special Sunday, and we want. If you are worshiping with us for the very first time, could you please stand? Anybody worshiping with us for the very first time? All right. But I do see some very special guests, and they are always here with us, and. um, they're our pastor's family. And I love the occasion, because I always see them at right this time of the year. And um, they always make it their business to come. And I want to welcome you guys in a very special way um, this morning. <laughs> They're all pastor's family. And, um, and uh, we welcome you, as usual. And um, we have another special guest that you'll hear from a little later uh, when we introduce him. But in the meantime, turn to the person next to you and say, Next week, I have to invite somebody because I need to do a better job. Next week, because I go shopping, I am at the cashier's register, I got to tell somebody about Jesus. Sunday morning in service, it's a nice time to ask them, so you work every day of the week? I also ask them that, so you work every Sunday? You know, and just invite them. You don't have to do anything else. You can lift them up, right? But just do that so we can have more and more people hearing the gospel. Amen. Amen. Amen? All right. All right. At this time, I'll have a poem by Bethany Bromwell. Ms. Bromwell, come on up, Ms. Bromwell. Our young people, yes. Come on up. Come on up. But you have to get a continue to cheer her along, you know? Come on. Very good.
2: Good morning, church. Good morning. Today I'll be reciting a poem called Our Pastor's Prayer. Our God has sent you to lead us in the way. Our God has sent you to lead us in the way to teach us from His word, that He would have us work and think and live from day to day. No matter the hour, whatever the need, you go the extra mile, always ready and willing to share a comforting thought and smile. We thank you, you are here with us to teach us from His word, and we will try to do our best in service of the Lord.
1: Let's give her a bigger round of applause. Thank you,
3: Bethany.
1: As we all know, it's not easy to come and stand up here, right? Yeah, it's very nerve-wracking. You gotta pray a lot. Anyway, so we want to thank Bethany that she was brave enough to come and give a poem. Praise God. At this time, we're going to have a song by the Children's Choir. Let's give them another hand as they come. We can do better, man. Come, let's...
2: Thank you, Pastor Francis and Sister Francis, for teaching you the Word, for teaching us the Word and everything you do for us. Thank you for motivating us to learn more about God, and I just thank you.
0: The lord for the children continue clapping the children read god's word now and your life will change amen read god's word now and your life will change and you know in today's era of technology in the next 20 years they will come back and you know they got their foundation right here can you imagine when they begin to see themselves, that they were here singing those same songs? Think about you and I, if we could see ourselves, uh-huh, some of us would not, uh uh-huh, right? But if we could see ourselves 20 years, 30, 40 years ago, some of us were crying when we were up here, that is. Some of us were holding on to our mom's frack tail, as we say, back home, all right? And, um, but we became men and women of God. And they're going to make it too. Yes. Amen? Yes. They're going to make it too. And so always cheer them up because I fundamentally believe our children are our future. And if we invest in them, they're going to do great. Amen? Yes. Amen. So every time you see them come up here, even if they make mistakes, it's fine. It's fine. Just cheer them up. And when you see them outside, yes, build a relationship with them. Because then you are able to correct them when you see them doing something wrong. But if you only tell them something, when they're doing something wrong, they're going to get mad at you. And they're going to come back at you and you're going to say they're rude. But if you build a relationship with them and you see them and their dresses look a little short, you could say you're missing a little piece. All right? It's okay. You can do that. All right? But um, build a relationship. Amen? We are celebrating. Yes. At this time, we will have a poem tribute by Veron Percy Jarrett. And put your hands together as you come. And they will be followed by the Living Word Open Bible Seniors, one of my favorite groups. All right? So seniors, I give you a lot of time to get ready, right? That's my, my favorite group.
7: Good morning, my very colorful brethren. <laughs> and um, just want to acknowledge all the pastors in the house, but my tribute this morning is for our dear pastor, Carl and Darry Francis. So I'm going to add my voice to those tributes that have already been given and those that will come afterwards. I recognize your worth. You go a mild and then some in being an example to the flock you lead. Your support in words and deeds is recognized beyond the expressed words and token of gratitude. You will never know how far reaching your acts of kindness and obedience to your call has been and continue to be. You touch the lives of those who sit in the pews or serve in all capacities. Their families benefit because they go home changed making life more tolerable in the household. Your guidance and encouragement in the word have spilled over into our everyday lives. Seeds have been planted, and though changes are not always evident, at the pace we would like, watch out, the harvest is on its way. The congregation will never complain of spiritual hunger without having a source to turn to. Here we have the rich living Word of God in every activity for the entire family. The Word says, and you echo and exemplify Romans 12 verses 1 and 2, that we present our bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is our reasonable service, and not be conformed to this world but be transformed by the renewing of our minds, that we may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. We get it. We get the inspired word of God, which is useful to teach us what is true and to make us realize what is wrong in our lives. It corrects us when we are wrong and teaches us to do what is right, according to Second Timothy Three verse 16. You enforce that in our lives as well as in yours. Pastors Carl and Diary, what more can I say? The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious unto you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you his peace, the peace that passes all understanding. I am forever grateful for being a part of this ministry. Your faithful You are faithful ambassadors of Christ, from my heart to yours.
0: Thank you very much. That's why I love this celebration, you know, because I don't want to hear them when you're gone on and you're up here in a box. I want them to be said, while you are alive. Amen? We want to tell you as you are so you can hear them and take them with you. We don't want to leave them behind here. All right? There's no good to us. Amen. All right. Where my seniors, now I welcome, put your hands together for my favorite group. And uh, you all better clap real hard because this is something we have to look forward to. All right. So clap real hard. You know, I love my seniors. You see them? All right. Mm -mm. Mm. They look good. some of my seniors are walking stronger than the young people, you know. <laughs> so these are my good friends. All right. All right. Okay, seniors. Uh-huh. And they're almost getting close to 100, you know, some of them. So there's a lot to celebrate. There's a lot to celebrate. You need to be proud of it. There's a lot to celebrate. Amen. Watch myself, right? Okay. You see, I've been warned.
8: Pastors Carl and Diary, we, the seniors, you know my favorite word is that we the old
9: people.
8: Some of us think, some of us think, some of us think, think that we are young, but we're in our 60s, we're in our 60s and think we think we're young. Both, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, on behalf of these seniors, we thank you. You know something. You are shepherds, and you are rod, and your staff. And we need a staff. I'm telling you, <laughs> sheep are stupid. <laughs> we are dumb. God knows what he was doing when he called us sheep, (laughs) because we go astray. But you know something, pastors? You've been faithful. You have been faithful. Yes. And and. Oh this yeah. one. Yeah. <laughs> you have blessed us with your prayers and your teaching and your patience and we appreciate it. It's not easy being pastors. Especially with wonderful people. You know once a man, twice a child. Yeah, we are getting there to the child. God bless you both. God bless Singing I go along life's road Praising the Lord, praising the Lord Singing I go along life's road For Jesus has lifted my load Singing I go along life's road Praising the Lord, praising the Lord, singing I go along life's road, for Jesus has lifted my load.
1: Praise. Thank you so much, seniors, for such a lovely rendition and for your presentation to our pastors. May God bless you. And some of us may look young, but we're not so young. We're getting there too pretty soon. All right? Praise God. But we thank God for strength and for the fact that they can be in church. They could be elsewhere, but their ambition is to be in the house of the Lord, to worship the Lord. Praise God. At this time, we're going to be having a presentation from the Living Word Open Bible Children's Praise Team. Let's give them a round of applause. Even word, children's praise team, praise God for them.
2: to teach us God's word in everything we do.
10: Thank you.
0: to cheer our children, hallelujah. In a world of shifting sand, I will stand my ground wherever hope can be found, I will stand my ground. Great, great testimony, because so many of our children, so many of our children, as they go off to college and the likes, The shifting sand becomes a part of them. And so to hear them sing, we can always remind them. Remember that song you sing? I will stand my ground. And that's what we are trying to encourage them. And thanks for those who work with them. Amen? (laughs) Thanks for those who work with them and who understand them and work with them to help them to remain on that firm ground. Amen? Amen. Amen. At this time, we are getting ready to make a presentation to our pastors, Carl and Diary Francis. And as Brother Lee comes forward to make that presentation, uh, we just want to say a few things just before the presentation is made. Um, Our pastors, many of us have sat under many other pastors, including myself. And I must dare say that this is the best group I have sat under. And I know my prophecy friend, they would look at me, um, you know, like we, are, we used to be prophecy, right? <laughs> you know, so, um, but um, it's all right, right? Okay. All right. So, um, but I'll be honest. It does not mean that I agree with Pastor and everything, because that would be really, really bad. If, if everybody, the six of us are in the room, or eight of us, or 12 of us are serving as deacons, and we agree with him on everything, well, he don't need us. Because he don't know what he agree on. He just don't need us. That is not what it's about. It's about giving an opinion. Even if you're not, agree- not in agreement in every single thing, you have the leader. And that is one of the things I like. You don't, I don't have to agree with every single thing, but I, I believe in the mission. At the end of the day, the goal is the same. We are shooting for the goal. And today, I want you, to, if you are shooting for that goal, if you are part, part on board with us as we go towards that goal, let us celebrate. Let us give yourself a clap. Let me hear you. All right? You're on there for that goal. And uh, come on, Brother Lee. We are on there because this is from the board. And we serve with him. We serve with them. We're in many meetings with them. And I always say to Pastor sometimes, more meetings than the White House. <laughs> you know? <laughs> and, but, um, but we are meeting because we want to better the lives of everybody. And they have your interest at heart. They have run. They have gone to everybody. They have gone up and down. I wonder how they do it sometimes. And, What we're doing here is only a small token, a really small token of what we can do. I mean, this is just saying, because we know that the biggest celebration is coming in glory. Amen? And that is what this is, okay? All right, so Brother Lee.
10: Morning, church. I have the honor and privilege of being the person to present to my pastors, Carl and Diary Francis. And I'm not going to ask you to come up. I'm going to come down. So, where is so the this one is. Just surprises. <laughs> I just want to make sure I don't give the wrong one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Can you just stand where you are? Both of you? Yeah. I'll do both of you at the same time. I just wanna say this first before I go any further, that you've all heard all the wonderful things that were said about our pastor's call and diary. And I just wanna say I endorse it, and I just want everyone to know that this is not fake news. (laughs) So on behalf of the church board and the Living Word Open Bible Family, First of all, let's do ladies first. Sir Francis, I just want to present this to you. May God bless you. And Pastor Carl, this is for you. And I want the church to join me what what's written on that uh, uh, poster up there. It says, Pastors Carl and Diary Francis, we love and appreciate you. So let's all, can we all say that together? After Carl and Diary Francis. We love you and appreciate you. Thank you.
11: Thank you my brother. Thank you.
0: Like any good leader, you have to pick the people around you and the right people around you. Because sometimes, and they travel a lot sometimes, you know, you're called out, you need to make sure the right people are in place. And so we do have presentation to some other people who are been really stalwarts also of the church, and uh, I'm going to call um, Sister Everly Clark, and she's going to come to make some presentations um, to the ministers, um, the ministers who are great supportive, great support for our pastors, okay, and uh, also the office, the office staff. But we will waive the office staff for today, okay. Um, we know who they are, but they are outside, okay. Yes.
12: Good morning, church. Everybody looks so pretty from up here and um, really, really beautiful. The colors are lovely. So, um, as, uh, as our brother has said, right, uh, the pastors are at the center of everything. And around the pastors are these really good, good people, a few good men and women anointed by the Lord. And so we want to honor them this morning. Reverend Ramperset, can you come forward, please?
3: Thank you. Thank
12: you. just want to say um, you're really one of my favorites. You're the favorite of so many of us, you know, and <laughs> Reverend Ramber said, right, you know each person by name. You inquire all the time, not about the person only, but their family. And we just look forward all the time to seeing you. You're just such a, a pillar of strength, and we want to love on you this morning. Thank you so much. <laughs> Okay, so speaking about favorites, favorites, okay. So, Reverend Sonia Edwards, one of my personal <laughs> favorite also. <laughs> Interesting thing about this lady, persons who do not know, she's like um, a real comedian, a comedian, <laughs> a comedian who is an, an anointed comedian. <laughs> Because she always makes you laugh and she has so many lovely qualities that it's just good to be around you. Love you and on behalf of everybody here we feel the same way, I'm sure everybody will see. So say all of us. So say all of us. (laughs) Hmm? (laughs) Our good side. Thank you. (laughs) Okay, so um, we're moving down the line, and okay, this is another favorite, Reverend Jackie Watson. It's, it's just all about favorites and favorites. Thank you, Reverend Jackie. You're such a pillar of strength. You know, when you stand up there and you do Bible study, you do several things. You're just so amazing, and thank God for the anointing and for who you are. Okay and so we can't say we save the best for last because you're all best best. So Reverend Corbill another favorite. <laughs> Those who know me know I love excitement and this lady is full of excitement. She's real <laughs> She really keeps it really real. Her head is not down. She knows what's happening all around, the young, the old. She knows the political scene, the entertainment scene. This lady is fabulous. Ladies and gentlemen, anointed by God. Thank you for all you do. Miss Daniel. Okay. And so, um, in keeping with the support and the love that the pastors get around here, we want to invite Brian Francis to the podium. You're a fine young man. You can. Always good to see you around. All the things that you do, Brian. You know you're loved from the little ones all the way up, and you're so handsome. Thank you <laughs> for everything you do. <laughs> Appreciate it. <laughs> okay, so that's it. So thank you, everyone. Um, <laughs>
0: Now, I know Sister Carolyn Anderson is not inside here, but we do have a presentation for her, and I know she's outside running around doing helping, making sure that right after we do everything. So, just before, let me just before you give her a hand, because she has done a tremendous amount of work here, and um, <clears throat> she, um, uh, she has done a tremendous amount of work here, helping us, calling late last night, we were running through here. Yeah, even the, evening, the, the Decorators were late, and they we were running back. And she was not feeling well. And I'm like, I, I need, I need. They need to know where they are. I need a number, <laughs> you know. And she, you know, she was like, Billy could talk, but she was saying, oh, the number. Let me call somebody to get the number. And um, and there are a lot of other things that they do that behind the scenes that you don't know. And sometimes there are a lot of just ordering the chairs and ordering those tables outside could be a chore in itself, right? And a task, a real big task sometimes. And so. She has done a lot, and uh, we do have a presentation for her, but we'll give that to her later because she's outside. But put your hands together for her, all right? Praise the Lord, all right? Um, I think we've got a Roy Harding. Yes, Brother Harding, he's everybody's favorite around here. <laughs> he walks like a Boy Scout, he, he talks like a Boy Scout, and he is a Boy Scout, Right. He's everybody's favorite. And if you want to be on time, talk to him. If you have a problem with time, talk to Brother Harding. He's never late. No, he's not late. And um, one of the reasons why I called Brother Harding up, because he has some young men there who are going to do a presentation. But it's just not just doing a presentation. I'd like to contextualize the presentation, because Brother Harding is the scoutmaster here, and where it came from, and uh, to talk about our pastors in terms of what they gave towards the scouting before he passed the torch on to a younger person, because he's now officially a senior.
13: (laughs) Good morning. morning. I guess now I know what group I should have been up here with. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. You A few years ago, uh, actually when we just moved to this property, I uh, spoke to Pastor and gave him a little bit of information about the Scouting program and asked if he think he would consider having a troop at this church. And typical of pastor, he always wants to know more. So I said, I will get you one of the experts to talk to you. I got somebody from the local office who came up and met with him and told him a little bit about the program and he still wanted to know more. (laughs) So he came back to me and kind of asked some questions and I guess he got the same answers that he got from the Council. He gave his approval and we started a Boy Scout troop here with his blessing. It's been a few years and we thank you for all that you and Sister Francis have done to support us over the years and let us function as a troop. Not only did he give us permission to function and meet, but he, both of them actually put their two boys in the troop. You know, when you put your child in something out there, it means I think you got trust and faith that something good is gonna happen. You got your kids in something you don't know what's going on or what they're doing, maybe you should take a hard look. They took a hard look and they put their two boys in along with all the other boys and we did our things that we do. You know, one of the attributes of a leader is being a servant. Right? servant and leadership kind of goes together. We have some leaders who need to understand that. And Pastor and, and Sister Francis have served, the Boy Scouts have served. There are three instances that come to mind that kind of proves what I'm saying, and I'm going to enunciate them kind of quickly. The first, was a weekend camp out that we took up at the local camp up here in Davie. And Pastor and Sister Francis joined us for the Saturday. He always leaves on Saturday night because he's got to be with you guys on Sunday. But that's all right. right? And he joined us Saturday night. And we we were up there Saturday and Saturday night. And Friday night and Saturday, we did a little cooking, outdoor stuff, some hiking, some canoeing, walking around under the pine trees, and so on. And I think it sold the program a little bit more to them. But they weren't satisfied. Wanted more. So here comes number two. Brother Harding, I hear you're taking the troop down to the Everglades. Yes, we are. We'd like to come, I say, are you sure? This is the Everglades we're talking about down here. Everglades National Park. The big jaw guys. And the ones that move like this. But they came with us. We got one of the most remote campsites on the camp. No facilities. Use your imagination. We got there after dark. That site is covered with poison ivy, among other things. But the tent went up. They were up bright and early. Enjoyed their breakfast, I think. Enjoyed their dinner, I know. And they will tell you why. We went on a little tour of the Everglades, went over to visit the Gators and so on and learn more about the park. And again, they left us to be with you Sunday morning, but that's okay. Still weren't satisfied. They wanted more. So, Sister Frances agrees to leave her dear husband for a week to go to summer camp with the boys, to camp in an open tent on sugar sand in the summer with a program that she is going to be learning more than she knows. And your dear pastor wasn't satisfied. He had to take off on Wednesday to go look for her. He says he went to look for them. (laughs) Pastor, that activity is still open for you to participate in a week at summer camp. And I'm sure Sister Frances will come and visit you on Wednesday, (laughs) even if I have to carry her myself. I say all that to confirm that they are not just givers of lip service, have never been to the troop, but have been active participants in more ways than you would think. I've never called for a meeting or a discussion at their convenience that they, were, that they ever told me, we, we don't have the time. Never. They've made the time. And as such, the troop appreciates it. The program appreciates it. And I know I speak for the national office that we appreciate it because it's what we're trying to do with young people. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. And on behalf of the troop, we have two young men who are going to make a presentation. To both of you, if you'd stand, please. We have our senior patrol leader representing the older boys. right. And one of the newer scouts, Spencer. And they're going to go ahead and make their presentations. I know you want to say something, so here you go.
8: On behalf, of the, um, on behalf of the Boy Scouts, we would like to thank you for all your support. Happy Pastor's Appreciation Day.
14: Thank you, uh, Thanks,
4: Well, kind of took what I was gonna say, but um, on behalf of the church, uh, on behalf of uh, my patrol and the church, we would like to thank you. Thank
9: you, Spencer. Wow. Good job. <laughs>
13: Thank you, guys. Somebody said it was hard coming up here. Huh? Yeah, I could tell you stories, but we won't. Again, Pastor and Sister Francis, thank you very much on behalf of the troop and uh, and the scouts that you've allowed us to serve in the church. Thank you.
1: Thank you, Brother Hardy. Praise the Lord. We thank God that we have a well-rounded church. We are taught, not just in the scriptures, but in every other things that you know, make our lives and our young people's lives rounded. And it's just through our pastors are like that. They believe in educating the whole man for the whole community to benefit everybody, amen? And so we thank God for their vision. At this time, we're gonna have um, Brother Dexter Tracy and Brother Lazarus Daniel. They are representing the M-O-V-E, Men of Vision. Um, evangelize, and they're going to be coming at this time to make a presentation to our pastors. Oh, there's a name change. They'll tell you who they are.
6: Sister Frances, ladies first. On behalf of the Men of Vision we On behalf of the Men of Vision, we, we just want to say thanks for your dedication, your inspiration, your courage. You are the the person behind or beside this man. We just want to say thank you. We truly appreciate you. God bless you.
0: Yes, Pastor, um, we
11: men of vision, the men's means won't be outdone by these people. <laughs> so um, I'm here to express our profound thanks and sincere gratitude for your leadership towards us. And more moreover, we thank you for giving us the framework and, and the room that we can grow to serve this church. So we are wishing you God's blessing, and he's the one who gives you the biggest gift. Thank you.
1: Thank you so much. Men of vision on the move, right? And they're really, really active. They're really moving. So we all want to emulate them and be moving like the men who have the vision. Amen? Praise God. At this time, we have a very special presentation from the Women's Fellowship. It should be. Let's have a hand.
15: Good morning. Okay, so my name is Brianna, and um, I will be making a presentation to Pastor Carl and Diary Francis on behalf of the women. This is a poem that I wrote, and it's called Pastor. It comes from the Latin verb, paesir, the word pastor, meaning to shepherd, to feed, to guide, to the pasture. What an analogy. I mean, like sheep, we drift over and over and over again. We wander off, we follow friends, because Sunday ends and Monday begins, and if we're not careful, we'll repeat the same sins, because we're sheep. And God knew that, though he died on the cross, though he was bruised, he was beat, though he created us for his glory, he knew we'd be sheep. He knew we'd disappoint him, he knew we needed shepherds, someone to feed us and guide us to the pasture, like the Latin verb, and the English word pastor. You see, so pastors are chosen, and, do, and Lord knows they have to be, because don't take it lightly. That job just ain't easy. It's late nights and early mornings, and visions just like Noah's to prepare for the flood, to build during a, to build during a drought, a new church during a recession. I'm talking about the least traveled route. That's the road a pastor takes. It's not about the glory that belongs to God. End of story. It's about faithfully guiding the sheep week after week after week. It's Sunday night service, Tuesday night Bible study, Friday night prayer, and repeat. When attendance is low and the sheep seem to sleep, it's continuing to write sermons week after week after week. Because a pastor is a shepherd. He knows we have to eat. He knows without the bread of life, the word of God, we are weak. So he carries the team. With faith in his heart and a fierce woman of God by his side, he will fight the good fight. He will walk with a graceful stride because he's been called by God. Pastors are called to lay hands. They're called to let the anointing flow, to touch the homeless and help the poor. When no one else will go, a pastor always goes. Because a pastor understands the Great Commission and makes it a mission of her own, do you know what it's like to live your life in a way that everybody knows? Because when they look at your life, when they see your face, the light of God just shows. And yet, nobody knows. Nobody knows your struggles. I mean, who would have thought you were human? With real life fears and real life tears, we'd see your conflicts if we zoomed in but you put your problems to the side and you constantly lead by example, teaching us to trust God because he always provides ample. We're not sure how you do it, but the women of Living Word Open Bible are grateful because God has given us the type of pastors that some people can only pray for. Pastors Carl and Diary Francis, you remind us of a rainbow, red, blue, yellow. Red is for your love, a love that mimics Christ, a love that takes calls at midnight for prayer when we feel our own prayers won't suffice. With open arms and open doors, you humbly change people's lives through your love, guidance, and compassion, their faith is revived. Blue is for the Holy Spirit, whom you always let lead the way. By putting yourself to the side and becoming an empty vessel each day, you've allowed the Holy Spirit to guide you, and you teach us to do the same. Great shepherds to your sheep, you teach us to call on his mighty name. And yellow is for joy, something you both carry always bringing light into the darkness like the morning suns rays, teaching us to rejoice because the Bible tells us to, even when things aren't their best, we can always see joy in you. And we like to say thank you. Because pastors Carl and Diary Francis, we are so glad you answered. God called you for this, and you've been exquisite shepherds. The women of LWOBC appreciate your dedication, and we thank you for guiding us to the pasture, like the Latin verb, and the English word, pastor.
1: Thank you so much. Yes, thank you so much. Thank you so much. Pastors Carl and Diary Francis, I know we have been coming down to present to you, but on this very special occasion, the women would like you to come up here. Will the congregation please stand as we ask Gabrielle and Larry, Thank you so much. We'll ask Gabrielle to do the presentation to our dear pastor Diary. A woman of God that I really and truly I am so I don't want to say in awe of you, but I just want you to know that we love you so much and I really thank God for you. I have a deep sense of I just love you because you love the Lord so much. I really admire you. I love the way you love the Lord, and I just want to. Encourage you to continue loving the Lord and allow him to lead you as you nourish the flock. And pastor, the same thing for you. You're so humble and you have so much to give and you give so much. May God continue to bless you in all that you do. And at this time, Gabriel will make the presentation to Pastor Diary.
2: Hi, Sister Frances. <laughs> uh, the trophy reads, Reverend Diary Francis, associate pastor, Living Word Open Bible Church, appreciating the giver of spiritual knowledge, Jeremiah three fifteen. We love and appreciate you so much.
16: Thank you. you
12: you.
2: Okay, so to our Reverend Carl Francis, Senior Pastor of LWOBC, appreciating a shepherd at the God's Jeremiah 315, thank you.
1: Praise God. This time we're gonna ask the Adult Choir Living Word Living Word Open Bible Church Adult Choir to come and render to us.
17: to tell you thank you for your dedication to our ministry your encouragement for us to continue to grow and pursue higher heights and this is a testament you are a testament to the bible text that says by your fruits you will know them and i felt the love coming here when i first was a visitor and i'll say it over and over again it is because you have awesome shepherds leading Living Word, Open Bible Church. Everyone is not as blessed. So always, always take the opportunity to tell them when you see them how much you appreciate you. And we appreciate you so much. And we hope you are blessed, everyone here, by the words of the song. Thank you very much.
1: you so much, Sini Choir, for that beautiful, beautiful rendition. Thine shall the glory be forever. And that's why we're here today to give God thanks and to glorify him and to thank him for providing us for shepherds after his own heart, that they can teach us in the way that we ought to go. So, thine shall the glory be forever. And we just want to remind us not to just be singing their praises today and to thank God for them today. But every day we want to put them before the Lord. It's a mighty task and we know the Lord is able to lead them and guide them in all things. Thine shall the glory be for evermore. We thank God for his blood and thank him for the Lord Jesus Christ. At this time we are all going to participate in the the worship. As we're about to take our tithes and offering, we're going to be asking the ushers to come forward as we all participate in bringing unto the Lord the tithe and the offering that we should have brought into his house this morning. ask our sister tonight to ask God's blessing on the offering and tithes. Let's pray.
7: Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. Father, we just thank you for the privilege to give. We ask your blessing on the offering even now. In Jesus' name, amen.
0: Have my mic, I tell Pastor the Water to drink of water. <laughs> so I was telling her to get the water. <laughs> Amen. But even in God's house, we can have a little humor, right? Amen. At this time, we have a youth ensemble, um, a familiar group. Um, don't know the. Uh, are you only two today? Huh? All right, sisters. All right. All right. Okay. All right.
2: All right, youth. Good morning, Good morning. Um, Pastor and Sister Francis. I could say so much to you guys. I just love you guys so much for giving us a place to like express ourselves and everything you've taught us over there and all the personal advice you've given, given us and spiritual advice and all the prayers. Like It doesn't go unnoticed and unappreciated. We love you guys so much and thank you for teaching us about God's love, that we always have a place to come back to, we have a safe place to come to, we have a home here. And the song is just about God's love, how it's never-ending, it's unconditional, and I hope it ministers to you guys.
0: Homegrown talent, homegrown talent, two of my favorite people, you know? They're like two of my little adopted girls, you know, since they and my girls spend a lot of time together, you know? So great talent, and girls, continue to do what you do for Jesus. Amen. Amen. We're getting to the end of the program. For those of you who are time conscious. And you know, once a year in October, we spend a little bit more time, look at me, we spend a little bit more time, celebrating our pastors. So just a little bit more time. All right? And our dance ministry is coming. Just before they come, Sister Claudia just want to say one or two quick words. um. Thank you.
1: Praise the Lord. I always like to praise the Lord. Let's praise the Lord another time. Oh. Praise God. You know, there's no need to remind us that today is Pastor's Appreciation Day. And um, our theme is Appreciation the Givers of Spiritual Knowledge. So that's why we're here today. And our main scripture is taken from Jeremiah 3, verse 15. And it reads, And I will give you shepherds according to my heart, who will feed you with knowledge and understanding. And um, as Brother Daniel asked me to help to co-host, this is a new title for me. (laughs) I, I, you know, I sought the Lord because I get really nervous, but I like to do what the Lord has laid on my heart. And so as I meditated on this verse, um, I just asked the Lord what is it I would like, to, you know, I like to say something to my pastors too. I love them. Um, so I'm just gonna read a little of what the Lord has laid on my heart. He says, as we give thanks to God for our pastors, Pastor Carl and Diary Francis, we thank God because you have answered when he called you. He saw that you, pastors, he saw you both and he predestined you because the scripture said whom he called, he had already predestined. So pastor, he saw you way back when in the garden, um, the garden parish of St. Anne. And pastor Diary, <laughs> he saw you in beautiful Clorinda and that you are going to be this wonderful young woman. Okay. And that scripture is saying from Romans 8, verse 30. One minute here, Brother Daniel, please. Can you give me a little assistance?
0: (laughs) Standing beside the ladies.
1: Okay, good. (laughs) All right. So God had already predestined you, and so He called you because He had a purpose for your life. All right. He knew you from your little boy growing up with your mom and with all the you know sweet potato pudding and everything. And he knew you passed the diary when you were daddy's little favorite girl. He had already predestined you to be in this position. When God um, favored you and called you to be the shepherd of his flock, he knew that you both weren't perfect people. But one thing he knew is that he saw in you two people who shared the same qualities that he found in David. Because the scripture said in 1 Samuel 13, verse 14, that God himself said that David was a man after God's own heart. And we all say that, you know, all the time, very often, that David is a man after God's own heart. So if God could qualify David so highly to call David a man after his own heart, then we should examine David's life and David's qualities to see why he was so qualified. And I looked at that, and I just want to highlight a few of the qualities of David. Uh. So because when you're called like David, David learned to trust God. David was a man of faith. Remember when he had to fight the bear and the lion? And so when he stood Before the Philistine, he had already experienced God's favor and God's faith. And so he said that the same God who delivered me from the lion and the bear will also deliver you into my hands. And so we see this in you, Pastor Carl and Darry Francis. You are both a man and woman of faith. You have learned to trust the Lord. From you were way back in Jamaica, until you started the little storefront church, until God has given me a vision of this beautiful church and this beautiful congregation. We know it's not that you saw it in yourself, but you have learned to depend on the Lord Jesus. Just like David, you are a man and woman of faith. Also, I looked at David, and he was somebody who really relished in the word of God. When you look at the different Psalms that he wrote, he always Acknowledge God. He always loved the Word of God. He said, "My soul delights in the Word of God." He said, "In the Word of God, I will hope." And so we see it in you, Pastor Carl and Diary Francis, that you are a man and a woman of God who delights in God's Word. You encourage us to read the Word. You 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 preach the Word to us. You teach the Word to us. You walk before us in the Word of the Lord. Your life is a light of God's word. And so we just want to thank God for you. Another quality I saw in David's life is that David was a worshiper. You know, we read in the scriptures where he danced so much in the presence of God that his clothes fell off him. And so Pastor Carl and Diary Francis, we see that you are true worshipers. Not only do you put your hands up and praise the Lord, but true worship really starts from the heart and a true life before God, in true repentance and dedication to God. And so we see that you are both true worshipers. And so we just want to thank God for you, that the life that God has called you into is not because you're perfect, but because he sees in you qualities that qualify you to be shepherds of his flock. May God bless you.
0: Thank you. Thank you, Sister Mendez. All right, the the dance group is coming, and um. come on up, dance group. Let's check it to make sure you're alive and you're awake, you know. You see, and if you think uh, I, if I get my, if my senior were to join me up here, you know, my seniors would do it with me too, all right. But all right, gone are the days, okay. <laughs> They're never coming back, all right, guys. They're never coming back, so you all don't worry. My Lord, my Lord, my Lord, I love that dance group every time I go and visit other churches. The more I think about dance group is the best. I see them, I see other people dance groups. Even when I go to Nevis, I see dance groups. but I gotta say, oh boy, always are better. <laughs> you know, I still think they were the best. You know, they're really good. And I really give I gotta really commend um, Camille because she is, you know, she is a student, and in a few weeks. So a few months, she'll be graduating from nursing school. But she's here teaching these kids all the time. And that is wonderful, you know? She came back and she carried on. And man, they're good. Whoops. I best pray God that they continue. Amen? All right. All right. I'm going to quickly take those of you, some of you got an envelope and you didn't put the envelope in the offering bucket. Some of you did. And so I'm going to quickly take that offering for our pastors, that envelope that we gave you. If you just, the ushers, could you please come really quickly, please? Ushers. Okay, that um that offering for our pastors that if you got those envelopes that we gave throughout the week son, you know some time ago, just drop them in the offering bucket, please. In this bucket. And I'll, let us just pray for it. Father, we just want to thank you, God. For the, for the giftings that you have given, we thank you, O God, that whatever is put in, O God, may further your kingdom, O God, and further develop our pastors. In Jesus' precious name, amen. 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 All right, so if you have those envelopes and you, you wrote whatever, just put it in there, please. All right? And while they're doing that, and uh, because our next item is the man of God. And um, generally, our pastors introduce the guest speaker. But I'm giving him time off right now because I kind of know a little bit about the guest speaker. I'm going to leave the rest. Huh? Right? And um, later pastor will come up, but um, Brother Theo Smith has been around here. Reverend Theo Smith, yes, who has uh, been around here for a while. And he's a familiar face with most, for most of us. A man who is extremely well credentialed. Last time I thought about him, I thought he was in New York, right? Still in New York? No? Oh Lord. Sir. All right. So he's somewhere else. All right. But um, he is going to, one thing I know for sure, he is deep in the Word, and the fundamentals of the Word of God. And he's a Bible-believing man, and he has given an enormous amount of his time to developing people in the Word of God. And I want to just welcome him. Pastor me we'll talk a little bit about him and he come to do the vote of thanks later. Right? But if you welcome Brother Theo Smith for me, Theodore Smith, not just Theo Smith, Theodore Smith. Come up, come Brother Theo Smith. He don't like to say Theodore, right? <laughs> All right, I don't want to welcome him. You don't want to claim your name? Huh? No, it's, not.
11: it's not Theodore, it's Theo. <laughs> Praise the Lord, everybody. Well, congratulations, Pastor Carl and Diary Francis. Congratulations to you both. I'm blessed and overwhelmed to be a witness to see what the people of God in this church think about you both and your service to the kingdom of God. Frankly speaking, When I drove in here this morning, I had forgotten. I think I'd forgotten about the building. We talk about this, Dorothy and I talk about this place and the the development of it from way back from the, uh, the storefront building when we first came there. I'm glad we saw that because it gives us the idea as to what God is able to do. Now, if we are back at the storefront, and we could only imagine this, now that we are here, can you imagine tomorrow? Dream with me. Come on, dream. Have faith. Expect, because what we are seeing is God at work in this amazing ministry. Hallelujah. Somebody give God a praise with me. Let me say that I am tremendously privileged to be invited to share this experience, to share the occasion, and to realize, you know, in the church, sometimes we pretend to appreciate our leaders, but this is no pretext. Come on, give yourselves a hand. Give yourselves, come on, seriously, give yourselves a hand. And I know this is not my place to do, but I have to admire and congratulate all you leaders, the elders, Planners, oh my gosh. I'm thrilled. I'm thrilled to see this. Because as I travel around, we don't get to see as much of this as we need to. Why? We need to express our appreciation to the servants that God has raised up in this day and in this time. Um, I, you know, there's so many places in the scriptures that we could look for information to see, well, what is God saying to us on this day and in this time? And of course, I've heard at least five or six times the book of Jeremiah has been quoted. And I have a couple of scriptures from the book of Jeremiah I want to look at um, in Jeremiah, the first chapter, chapter one. Um, When God called Jeremiah, he was a priest. Of course he also became a prophet. And in verse 4, the word of the Lord came to me saying, before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. That's amazing. Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I set you apart. Can this be now we're talking about God. Is this possible? Yes, it's possible. Before Carl Francis was born, God knew him. Hallelujah. God arranged all of this. So if, all, if we're looking at this, then we know the story is not finished. Aren't you blessed as I am blessed? to be a part, to be a witness and a participant in this enterprise? Amen. Now now that you are here, this is not about you, but it's about the future. It's about hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of young people that you are investing in so that they could come in through these doors and be nurtured and be blessed And be delivered from all sorts of horrible experiences because of the leadership. And you know, what you are doing is encouraging them. You know, and saying, they're in the front. They're the point of the spear, And you're saying, we're standing with you. Come on, church. We're standing with you. Because we see that God has raised you up. And the future, if, if God is in this, the future is absolute. If God, And we know that God is in this. Here's what he says, before I formed you, before I formed you, I knew you. Now that's just not foreknowledge, but that's choice. I chose you. Now, I find an interesting statement that in the fourth chapter of Luke, Jesus is talking about the you know the, this is the first time Jesus is actually preaching and he's giving an example in his sermon and Jesus said the following words he says there were many widows in Israel in Elijah's day now i read that story in first kings 17 and 18 and never gave thought to it until Jesus said there were many widows in Israel in Elijah's day but to only one was Elijah sent of the hundreds and hundreds of widows that were poor and need, God sent his servant Elijah to a single one he God ignored all the others why Do, is it because God did not love them or oh, he loved them all he loves everybody but then why did God handpick that specific woman listen to listen when you read that story you'll ask yourself a question is Elijah crazy for remember now, if you remember that story, what happened was that God had put him to live in a cave where there was water, the ravens brought him food, all that miraculous stuff was wonderful. Suddenly it dried up. Why did it dry up? You say, oh my gosh. Well, you see, we learned from that that things dried up there because God had another plan. And we would think, well, God was another plan for Elijah. No, 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 no. That plan was not for Elijah. But God wanted to have him meet this very specific woman. Why she? Why did God pick her? In fact, God looked into her heart. And God knew that she would do something that no one else would do. No one else would do that. When Elijah walked up to her. He was hungry, and he was thirsty, and he said, could you give me some water? First of all, he saw her gathering sticks, so she was busy, and she turned around to get him some water from her, her little supply, and he said, can you give me a piece of bread? And she said, you, I could sense her feeling of hopelessness. She says, I can't do that, because I just have enough flour and enough meal to make one cake For me and my son, oh, she was a mother, all right. For me and my son, not for you, but for me and my son, then we will eat it and die. Because this is the last of it. I could see him smile when he said, go ahead and do that. But make a cake for me first. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. No, that that sounds like, that is absolute selfishness. Come on, man. Why are you telling this woman to, are you you that selfish? Can't you consider that she, this is all that she has? He's going to teach her the most powerful lesson of her life. And what is that lesson? I'm a servant of God. I was sent here by God to test you. And God has chosen you because God knew that you will do the thing that matters. What is that? To obey him. Hallelujah. What would have happened if Carl and Doree Francis did not obey God? I don't think we can fully imagine the challenges that they faced years years and years and years and years ago. In obeying God to reach this far. The challenges, the disappointments, the setbacks, the many times that they were told no. And wait a minute, this is not only true for this church, but for most churches. What if everybody who came through these doors decided to stay? Can you imagine? There'd be at least what, five, 6,000 people here right now. If everyone had decided to stay. So I, I imagine I've I've been a pastor. I know the feeling of disappointment when people leave. And you've done your best and still they walk away. You've done your best and still they complain. Still they pout. They said, Well, and well, I found a better church. What is a better church? Where the choir, oh, no, frankly, I love, I love choir music. But, my, but that church across the, or that choir, or that choir, or that choir. But somebody here in this church made a discovery. I want the word. I want to hear from God. I want to receive a word from God. And so choir or not, I want to hear a word from God big band or not i want to hear a word from god fancy building or not i want a word from god and it's not because i'm feeling low or feeling sad or i'm in pain but i want a word from god every day i need to be walking in strength and i want a word that will carry me through this is food this is food and so here is this man and this woman of god Emulating or practicing that which Elijah practiced and which that woman practiced, which is to do exactly what God said. So that's why God handpicked this man and this woman before they were born. God said, I chose them, and I approved them for this work. I called them, hallelujah, when no one else would answer the call, I called them. You know, while I was getting dressed this morning, I watched, turned on the television, and I'm not picking on preachers or, or so forth, and I'm hearing uh, uh, the, the, pre- the preacher. I'm looking at the preacher. I see it's whipping up the crowd and, and saying, say yes, say. And, you know, doing the usual thing, and I'm, say, I'm so used to this. Listen, I have spent what? Oh, my gosh. Most of my, over 60 years on Pentecost. I grew up in Pentecost. I know no other church but the Pentecostal church. So I know everything just about. And I'm I'm, think, I'm speaking of the presentation of the word, and, and, and all the hype, and all the things that we have to do to, to, to get people all whipped up. And I'm saying, when you find a ministry where the focus is on the word, um, on an occasion like this, I don't want to, talk, be, to get personal. I mean, talk about me. But a few years ago, I visited the, uh, I was invited to go to Colombia, And I was sharing this with Pastor yesterday. Um, I consider myself to be an able teacher of the Word of God and so, and all that. So here is, here is a, an apostle, Sotirio, in Colombia. I have never met him. He heard about me. I was introduced to him. So through his translator, he says to me, would you, would you consider spending three months in Colombia? And he has over 200 churches. I, sa- I, I, ju- I said, yes. So Dorothy said, I'm not spending any three months in <laughs> uh-uh. She said, not me. So I went back alone. Now she was with me. We spent a couple of weeks there, but I went back alone. And I did spend three months in Colombia and Venezuela. Now here I am on the, on the airplane going down to Colombia. And I'm thinking, well, you know, I am H. Theo Smith. I mean, I got, I got this. I can do this. My God, I'm going to bless those people, and the Lord is going to move mightily. Wonderful things are going to, oh, my gosh. And he's got an, listen, they have an itinerary for me. Everywhere, I'm going, oh, man, I, fe- I felt good. <laughs> I was going to bring change in those people's lives. That's what's going to happen. I got there. They gave me, do you know what it feels like? They gave me an itinerary in Spanish. I got translators. I got everything set up. And then, and then I started going around the church. I preached in his church. Massive, massive church. And I'm preaching in all these churches everywhere. And And then, and then, and then, and then. And then, well, let me tell you like I told Pastor Carl yesterday. Not once did I hear a pastor talk about his car. Not once did a pastor talk about the suit he was wearing or his watch or how much his suit cost, or how much his shoes cost, or the size of his house, and the, how many this and that, you know, how many different, I mean, all these physical mater- Hey, nothing is wrong with receiving and embracing the blessings of God. But every pastor, every single one of them, I looked in their faces, and I saw a. Passion for people. One thing they were concerned about, souls. souls. Souls, souls, lives for Jesus. And I thank God today that I among my most admired pastors are Pastor Carl and Diri Francis. because this is what I've discovered, a desire for the lost, a desire to win souls. In all the years I've known this couple, I've never, never, never one time heard Pastor talk about his suit. I was at a conference some years ago, uh, and uh, had a preacher from uh, Wisconsin, very famous guy, And he's in the pulpit preaching and I I was really enjoying the word. This minister, also from Florida, a pastor sitting next to me, jabbed me on the side and said, look at his watch. I glanced over at the guy. I will not lie to you. I wanted to hit him (laughs) really hard. (laughs) It's a Rolex. That's a $5,000 Rolex watch. You understand where I'm going with any of this? The call of God is serious business. This is serious business. Listen to what God said to Abraham. One day God comes down. And you know, I think sometimes in our theology, we get a little confused about God coming down from heaven, appearing and talking, and God is eating beef and drinking milk. And we get a little confused about all that stuff, but we can, we can work through stuff like that easily in another time. God comes down from heaven just before the destruction of Solomon Gomorrah. And he asked Abraham, Abraham recognized him after a while. And and he asked Abraham, shall I hide from Abraham, my friend, the thing that I am about to do? Hallelujah. The call of God. Listen to this. God said, I knew you. God knows his man. And God says, I, not only have I known him, but I, I have sanctified you. In other words, I set you apart. I know him. He's my friend. Your pastor's a friend of God. That's important. Amen? And he said, I appointed you. So first of all, he he said, I have know you, and then I sanctify you. That means separate you. This is, this is a big theological word, but it, it's not that deep. You know what it means to sanctify? Sanctify. It just means to set it apart from everything else. That's all. So I've set you apart. You are different from everyone else. You're different from everything else. Right? And I have so many scriptures, but I don't think you need all. You don't need the proof. And then he said, I ordained you. I ordained you. Now, that one, I think that's an Isaiah chapter 49. I think I'm going to do that one. Isaiah 49. Where is, uh, let's see. Here. Listen to what he said, the servant of the Lord said. Before I was born, the Lord called me. From my mother's womb, he has spoken my name. Can this be? Yes, it can be. Before I was born. You know, in this world of technology and so forth, I, I, I try to keep up with stuff. I'm, we have the, everybody understand the telephone, right? I bet most of you forgot about the telephone. Anybody has a telephone in your home? No, I mean a real telephone hanging on the kitchen wall. No, you do you, you have a telephone hanging on your kitchen wall? A black one? They go, that kind of telephone? You don't have that? And when it rings for the person upstairs, you have to say, telephone! Anybody remember that? I remember that. And I remember when we got really, really sophisticated and we have something called an extension. Remember that? Extension phone in the bedroom. And, you, and then you got, you got really bad. It's big and you got one in the in the. The sitting room. Wow. I remembered a long, long time ago, it was it was the Don Clark's church, I was preaching for Don Clark. And um, I came into the parking lot of the church and there was no one there. I think I, mis- I misunderstood the time or something. And this lady pulled up in her car and she says, let me call, and she pulled out this little, She didn't know I was looking at her like, what? Oh, she got a phone in her car and she's going to call from the car. You saw those things in, in, the, in the movies with police cars have the phone. But she, she had a phone, and she made a phone call from the car. We have the telephone, right? We have a telephone. Then we have television, right? Everybody know we have television, right? And then we have all these different, we have a, then we came up with a computer, right? This young man in California decided, where in his brain did he get to decide? I need a device that nobody has thought about. And this is a true story. He locked a group of half-crazy young men in a room, swore them to secrecy deeper than the CIA, and and, listen, he could get arrested for what he did to those men today. This only happened, what, seven, eight years ago? No, 10 years ago, 10, 11 years ago. We already had the BlackBerry phone, we had this, we had that. And then he came up with a device that nobody else had. And when it came out, called it the iPhone. We don't need it! We didn't need this. But he decided, where did his brain, where did he get the brain to think, or the idea to think of such a thing? That we need this. This device is needed. Now, everybody has to have an iPhone. We can't breathe without it. We can't live without it. Every three minutes, we got to look at it. Bing, bing, day and night. I'm in my bed trying to sleep. I'm hearing this thing on bing, bing. And it's not mine, it's Dorothy's, you know. (laughs) She has seven sisters, and it's 55 per hour. How did they exist? Now what's all this drama about? It's about the brain and the mind to decide we need something that we never had before. How did he think about this? To come up with such a device. And then we said, okay, so you got it. You made a billion of them. Okay, now he decides... He made a drawing. We need another thing. I'll never forget. Now, I, I got, uh, I have about th- three or four computers at home. And then all upon a sudden, um, someone gave me this huge computer. I said, you crazy? You're giving away a computer? Stupid. I didn't realize nobody is using those things anymore. <laughs> nobody. So she gave it to me. She says, take it. I said, thank you. <laughs> Put it on my desk. no, I'm, I'm good. I have two computers now, two or three computers. So when I went, I remember going to Kenya with the team and see these people. Well, of course, I'm familiar with the laptop. They call it a laptop or notebook or whatever. I see them traveling with the laptops in a briefcase. So, Doing the same thing these big computers do. Now, my wife has a cousin. We're passing through North Carolina. And she said, I'm going to buy you a laptop. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Now I'm moving up. (laughs) So we got the laptop and everything. Do you know what Dorothy asked me three days ago? She said, how come you don't use the laptop anymore? Now, my son bought me uh, an iPad. About three, four years ago. <laughs> and uh, you mean you can read your Bible in the Highlight? You can pay your bills there. You can do everything there. The brain. Why, how could one person, one person, come up with such thinking, thinking. You see, that's what God did. God sought himself a man. And he found someone who I can pick up and I can use. Hallelujah. And then God added something else, the Holy Spirit. Filled him with the Holy Spirit so that it's not his brain, or his mind, but it's God working in him, hallelujah. Because if it were in the flesh, there would be days he would say, I quit, I'm going home. But he can't quit, because the Holy Spirit of God, who indwells him, and who indwells this precious, I would say sidekick, wife, they smile when it's impossible to smile. And they, uh, they put up with stuff when, oh, Lord, because the Holy Spirit, because the Holy Spirit is in them. When you look at corporate, the you know, the corporate world, and see the things that people put up with, you most of all of you work in that context. When you see what people put up with, For the sake of success. For the sake of winning. What are we looking for? Souls. What are we trying to win? The lost. We're not trying to build a church. We're trying to build a kingdom. We're populating God's kingdom. Hallelujah. And I have news for you. They're going to come, they're going to come, they're going to come. See, I, I have the kingdom manual here, right? I have the kingdom manual. And how do I know they're going to come? Deuteronomy chapter 1, verse 10, the Lord your God has multiplied you. Can somebody receive that? The Lord your God has multiplied you. And here you are today as the stars in multitude. Can you receive this? Verse 11, Deuteronomy chapter 1, verse 11. May the Lord, God of your fathers, make you a thousand times more numerous than you are and bless you as he has promised you. So it's not simply using the skills of the technical expert. That's not what this is about. But this is God picking up a man and while He is teaching him how to do this and do that. This man is filled with the Holy Spirit. I'm learning a lot when I read the word of God from time to time. I thought, you know, when when God said to Moses um, after they left Egypt and they were in the wilderness, um, here is Moses. We got the complete description now. You have the pillar of cloud by day. You remember that? Pillar of cloud by day and the pillar of fire by night. And when the cloud lifted, it means it's time to move on. And they followed the glory cloud, right? Oh, yeah. I said, that's cool. That's easy. If you obey, everything will work out just fine. But then there came a point in the scriptures, in that encounter, in that narrative, when Moses' father-in-law, Jethro, brought Moses' wife and children to him. You know, they had a quarrel on the way to Egypt. And so they did not... Uh, Moses' wife, did not make it to Egypt for the exodus. So they met in the wilderness. Also, her brother, that's Moses' brother-in-law, came along. And they all met in this wilderness. And then Moses said to his brother-in-law, Come with us. You can be our eyes. I said, Wow. Wow. I thought once you have the glory cloud and you have the, you know, you have God leading, why do you need him? And Moses said, because you know the way. You know all the ways that will lead us and so forth. So why am I saying this? Because in spite of the calling of God, in spite of having the anointing, God is raising up a man with certain skills certain abilities, and using those skills, and using those abilities. Why? Because that's how God works. This man, or this family, is compelled by the Spirit. And what will he do? He will go to whom God sent him. That's um, Jeremiah chapter 1, verse 7. I was, let me get back. Slow mo. Ah. But the Lord said to me, Do not say, I am a youth, for you shall go to all whom I send you. Everyone that God has sent him to or sends to him, he will embrace. And, And whatsoever I command you, you will speak." This is, this is awesome. So when you hear the preaching, it is what God has commanded him to say. It's not always pleasant, it's not always easy on the hearing, but it is a word from God, a word that will strengthen you, a word that will build you. Oh, by the way, the ministry of the pastor is for correction It is for growth. Amen? It's for all those things. My mother, um, she died some years ago. Um, Everybody from the Caribbean knows this part. I don't know whether it was once a year or twice a year, but it was a time when she brought out the oil. Anybody know what I'm talking about? Castor oil is the easy one. That's easy. You ever heard of shark oil? Anybody ever heard of shark oil? That's a deadly one. Now, I was young, like preteen and early teens. We never, need, I didn't need that. I was good. I, was, I didn't need any of that stuff. But she decided that I needed it. Why do we have to drink this stuff? I don't care how many pieces of grapefruit you make me hold afterwards, that thing is ugly. Anybody here know what I'm talking about? Thank you, Jesus, somebody. Two honest people remember. But you see, that's kind of like the pastor. There are times when you've got to get some castor oil to clean out the system. I know in modern medicine we have pills for that, right? I know that. But that castor oil, it did a job on you. <laughs> it cleaned out your Didn't it clean out your system? Didn't you, didn't you grow? Aren't you still here? Well, then there's the proof. It ain't going to kill you. And when you get that word that sometimes is unpleasant to the hearing, it's not going to kill you. What it's going to do, it'll give you growth. Come on. Hallelujah. We need correction. We need direction so that we can walk that straight and narrow path. And ultimately, it is to, as, as sheep, we go out and bring in others into the fold. Glory to God. Glory to God. Let us embrace this moment Yeah, I have have something written on you. Oh, one more thing, a couple more things. He will not be afraid. That's what I wanted to say anyway. Here's what God says to him in Joshua chapter 1. Be strong and be very courageous. But he's a pastor. Strong about what? Courage about what? People are nice. People are wonderful people. Um, One little story and I'll be done. When I was a young man pastoring, I didn't have that much sense as I have now, you know. But now I am smarter and so on. I remembered um, this young girl in the church told me. she She was sincere. She said she wanted to get a husband. I know that that's ungodly. I know that. So I decided. I said, "Listen, God will answer prayer." And so I said, "We're gonna, we're gonna pray." I seriously said, "We'll pray." You know, the handsomest guy in the church proposed to that girl in two weeks. I was shocked. (laughs) That quick, and this guy sitting there. Only he, his mother. And and his family was about, I think there were 11 of them. That was the largest family in the church at that time, or 11 of them. So um, they began, they talked to each other. They came to me and um, told me they they were thinking of getting married and so forth. So um, his mother came to me and she said, I don't like this. I said, what? She said, I don't want this to happen. So I said, um, well, I said, I talked to them. They're both adults, and uh, they're both spirit-filled young people, and um, it looks good to me. And as far as I know, there's no reason why I should not marry and perform the wedding. And she said the following words to me, if you perform that wedding, I'm leaving the church. That's what she said. Um, so, you know, now may I be frank, when people leave the church those tithes are gone. That offering is gone. They don't leave the church and say, we we'll, we leave, but we'll heal, And the church, does the church need money? Yeah. Do we need your money? Yes. In fact, when you walk in here, it's no longer your money. Because it comes under the anointing of the Holy Spirit. I'm making that. <laughs> but anyway. I didn't answer her too well. I said, fine, short answer. I said, that's fine. Because you know what I thought? It was more important for me to do what is right than to be bullied or threatened. And sadly, there are people in the church that can threaten you and bully you. And that's why God says to his servant, be strong and be very courageous. We should be praying for them, not challenging them. We should be supporting them and lifting them up. Hallelujah. We should be coming to them and saying, how can we be of service to you? How can we be a blessing to you? Do you know how I felt sitting here and watching the accolades and the testimonials? Oh, I'm overwhelmed. I'm really overwhelmed. I'm almost speechless. God bless you, people. God bless you. Because you know what the result is going to be? More souls are going to come in. They were tireless before. They'll be even more tireless now. Amen. And so here it is. Verse 5 of Joshua chapter 1. No man will be able to stand against you all the days of your life. You see, because not only is a promise from God, but it's a promise from the people who are standing with them, right, to encourage them and to bless them. Do you know that this church is turning out to be a model, not only for the city and the county, but for the nation? (laughs) No, seriously, there are churches that stand out across the nation. And there's no question in my mind, this church is poised to stand out before the nation. Where people will, t- there are people who, who, who jump on a plane to attend a church service. One time. I've got to see that church. And the day is going to come when people will pay a plane fare just to be in the service. And it's not a special occasion. Come on. Come on. Hallelujah. Where where did all of this come from? It was in the belly of God when he called him, when he ordained him, when he anointed him, when he appointed him, hallelujah, hallelujah. And God says to him, don't be afraid. I'm standing with you through every circumstance. I'm standing with you. Hallelujah. Pastor Carl, Pastor Diri, don't be afraid. Never fear. Hallelujah. God is standing with you. Hallelujah. He's standing with you. Thank you, Jesus. To the next level and the next level and the next level. Hallelujah. And they're going to come. They're going to come. They're going to come from every direction. Yes, they're going to come from the jails. Oh yeah, You know, I, I, I've been sensing that over the years. They're going to come from prisons. They're going to come from prisons. Hungry and frightened. They're going to come. And they'll need somebody to help them. And God will send in trained people who deal with these people who need transition type ministries. Who need to be transitioned back into normal life. God is going to send all of this. Hallelujah. They will come. They will come. Help me to thank the Lord today for this amazing ministry that is overtaking Florida. Hallelujah. Help me to praise the Lord for them. Help me, please. Help me to praise the Lord with them right now. In the name of Jesus, stand with me, please. A brief prayer. Heavenly Father, thank you for this wonderful, wonderful reminder to us that you have sent to us, you have blessed us in Florida and in Cooper City and in this county with this humble yet powerful man and woman that you've raised up for such a time as this we thank you for them we bless your holy name for bringing them here and we thank you that they're growing stronger and stronger with every passing day we speak into their lives the wisdom of solomon we speak into their lives the boldness and the enterprising of David, your son. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Lord, your servant Jeremiah confessed it, and now we agree with him that before their birth, they were called by God and raised up by God, and we embrace this today, this truth, this amazing truth that a a day has dawned, a new day has dawned in the kingdom of God. Sons and daughters are coming from their bellies. Hallelujah. Ministries are coming out of their loins in the name of Jesus. The future will explode. Hallelujah. As hundreds and hundreds and thousands of people will be impacted and blessed. Out of living Word Open Bible Church. Thank you for this wonderful day. And thank you for this wonderful congregation of people that you have brought together who will say to their pastors, yes, we love you. We embrace you. We lift you up. We salute you. Hallelujah. And we give you all the praise. We give you all the glory in the name of Jesus. Amen. Let's say amen. Let's give the Lord a big thank you. Let's give the Lord a big thank you, everybody. God, praise God, praise God. Thank you very much,
0: Reverend Smith. Words well delivered. You may take your seat for a minute, please. We just want to get you out of here. So, Just one or two announcements before a pastor comes. The pastors come to give the vote of thanks. <clears throat> um, this is a reminder for the men. Breakfast with pastor on Saturday 8 a.m. That's at, um, next Saturday, um, you have breakfast with pastor at 8 a.m. All right, And, this, and so please be there. It's a normal breakfast that um, we have for our pastor this time of the year. And all men are asked to assist with taking down the tents, the tables, the chairs, and the cleanup after we have eaten. So we'll exercise. All right? And um, then there's one here for the women's ministry. Um, to register or finalize registration for women's conference, please see a committee member next to the welcome table right outside. These notices have been, you know, have been in, the, in the bulletin for a while, so please just read your bulletin and um, govern yourself accordingly. I want to thank my co-hosts. All right. Um, for, you know, for really putting on a really, doing a really good job. And she was very reluctant, you know. <laughs> and um, thank you very much, Mr. Mendez. And, um, and um, I want to call our pastors up now to give the vote of thanks. And, uh, and then you're going to do the closing. You're going to do the benediction, the closing.
16: Amen. Amen. I know you are hungry and tired, and I feel very guilty to take any more time, but then I have to fulfill my assignment. And I just want to, first of all, thank all of you. I want to thank the leadership for the tremendous job that you have done, because without leadership, this would not happen. And I want to thank the leaders, um, Dr. Theodore Daniel, Chairman of the Pastors Appreciation Committee, and the committee members. Some are standing there in the back. And throughout, you've worked so diligently um, for months preparing. And we want to thank you so much for seeking the Lord's direction and really pouring out of yourself and getting the congregation to be involved. And I want to thank all the members of the congregation, different department leaders, And all of you have worked so hard. You've poured out your love in so many different ways. We are overwhelmed and touched, really touched. And each year I wonder, God, what are they going to say this year? (laughs) But you're always outdoing yourself. And I'm going to let Pastor thank um, um, Dr. Thea Smith. But I want to say something that maybe Pastor doesn't remember. I'm the historian for the church, and I do write a lot. And so because I write, I remember, but it was um, 20-some years ago in 1994. I remember um, Reverend Theo Smith visiting us at the storefront, and he made some prophetic utterances, and I wrote them down. And I remember in 2012 when this um, part, this phase of our development occurred, and I was doing something. I was writing the history of the church for that program and found the words, I actually had the words, the amount that he prophesied it would cost, the size of the building, and he was on point. And so every time I hear you, my heart is inspired because I know he hears from God, and some of you may wonder, but at the time when he made those prophecies, it seemed so way off, like we, the little storefront, 1,200 square foot, no way, but God did. And so I receive and I encourage you to receive the word of the Lord. Because back then we didn't see 10 acres. Um, Pastor started out with five. And then God said 10. And there's a lot more. You have to get ready for the 25th anniversary service. And you will be hearing a lot more about the history. I hope you'll be back here. But I just want to say how much we love you. We love our young people. Um, Grace and... Gabriella, you really said what's on my heart. And that's the phase of life I am, where I'm learning unconditional love, just accepting the faults, the failures, knowing that we're all one people. We're growing, we're on a trajectory. And with God's grace, we just want to love and we want to restore where restoration is needed. And we hope that you'll find living word a place where you can experience God's un- unconditional love and restoration. It's a place where hurting people can be, where people can have an opportunity to develop and to grow and to be a part of uh, God's workforce. So thank you. And I know Pastor will recognize the family members. So let me hand over to him. Well,
14: <clears throat> always the spokesperson for the family. And, uh, and uh, she said so much. And I, I do want to endorse everything. My wife, uh, Sister Frances has said.
1: My, w- my wife. <laughs>
16: your
14: wife? <laughs> I was going to say my wife, and then I, <laughs> and then I thought I would seeing Sister Frances. Okay. Oh, it's your wife. Okay, but it's my wife. Yes. <laughs> and so uh, I, I've endorsed everything that she said. And so it is, uh, you know, it, this is not something that we, uh, we're not the kind of people that like to hear things talked about us generally in this way, um, but, um, but we give God thanks for all of you. Yes. And uh, it's a privilege, I think, for me to be a pastor of this church. Yes. It really is a privilege, and I count it a privilege. Um, and I, I thank God for what he's doing and uh, for the leadership, of course, all the leadership that we've seen demonstrated in this uh, time of appreciation. And throughout the year, uh, we've seen the leadership that we have. want to thank, of course, Dr. Theodore and the, the Past Appreciation Committee members. Let's give them all a big hand. We appreciate them <laughs> for always doing a great job. And, of course, our assistants in the office, Sister Carolyn and Sister Denise, and Brian and Radcliffe and others, and of course, everyone who's participated. And, and there are people not feeling well, and they're still doing, or musician and keyboard drummer and techni- technical people upstairs there. We want to we big them up on the praise team and the choir and the worship. All, all, everybody working together to make a difference, the dance team, the ushers, the children. There's just on and on, which is a great thing. As I sat there and looked at the children, though, um, I, I, I saw the future. Because that's important. And I, I thought, I said, God, we got to keep working with those children. Because that's... I, I thought about them and said, they're the ones that's going to come up one day and the pastor's appreciation for a pastor. They're the ones. And so we want to encourage them. And so they're learning from observing what we're doing and how things are being done, and we give God thanks. I, it is my pleasure. I didn't know that uh, my cousins were going to be here to this, this this morning, and they come from out of town, and they don't skip their church generally, but for them to be here this morning, so give them a big hand. Will you stand and let me give them a big hand? Um, we appreciate them. Come on, Merrick. Uh, we, we appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, I, I grew up with... Um, we call him Bob's, uh, who is Clive. He and I will grow up, we grow up like brothers and sisters. Brother, brothers?
16: I know he's not the sister. <laughs> not the sister.
14: I know. We grow, up, we grow up like brothers, you know, like a family. That's what I'm trying to say. Um, we we, we said. <laughs> You're in trouble. I'm, You're in trouble. How do you correct that? You can correct that by one thing. You remember they kept reminding us that they're not perfect. Right. You just saw that. Yeah. <laughs> we grew up great brothers, two brothers. And, um, you know, we were pretty close. Uh, we spend time with each other, go to his house and they come to our house and, and so it's, we go way back, of course, a long time. And, of course, spending time with Merrick and, their family as well, and so forth. It's been good to have them. Reverend Theo Smith has been a good friend and brother and pastor and counselor and mentor and so many different things, and inspirational, inspirator for, for us over the years. And uh, we, we're so sorry that his wife is not able to be with him today, his wife Dorothy. And uh, she's a wonderful lady, so please give her her love and congratulations, we appreciate it. And we want to thank our pastors that are here with us or ministers that are here with us that are serving so well. And they do such a fine job, and I can always rely on them. Um, and it gives us the opportunity to travel and to, 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 for God to use us in different parts of the vineyard. And, uh, you know, we can be away, and we know that things are running just the same way. And uh, it's a wonderful thing. So thank God for them. And we appreciate them so much. And uh, I I just want to close by saying what Brother uh, Apostle Smith says. um, It's been in my heart that they're coming. And God has been speaking to me about it. You're going to see something. They're coming. They really are coming. I want you to remember this day. This is going to be a drop in the bucket. But what God, and he told, you know, God spoke to me. I've never told anybody, and I won't tell anybody. Not even my wife knows. What God shared with me when I was over in that house, and as I looked out the window, and he told me what size the church would be. If I told you, it would blow your mind. So I've never shared it with anyone. But I know they're coming. Because we're going to pray. We're going to seek God. And we know that prayer changes things. And prayer makes a difference. And the foundation, that's why I like those two banners, and I like to keep them out there, because when you walk in, it says about prayer, and as you're leaving, it says your evangelism. You're going out into the field to evangelize. And when you come in, he says, my house shall be called a house of prayer for all people, for all nations. And so we thank God for that. And so I've always said, you are being trained because you are going to be used of God to minister to others that are coming. So you are the ones that have been trained. So God will use you. So learn as much as you can, because you're gonna pass on that information. Because truly, they'll be coming. I don't want to say any more. I think that's enough. Um, do you, you want me to turn over? I'm going to turn back over to those in authority. This is, my wife says, on past appreciation day, they tell us what to do and they boss us around a little bit. So this is their day to boss us around. Okay. Oh, they want me to do the grace and the benediction. All right. Will you all stand? Just raise your hands, and we're going to believe God as we go from this place. Our Father and our God, we thank you because everything is about you. You get all the praise and all the glory and all the honor because you're the one who called. You're the one who enables. You're the one who empowers Everything that is accomplished can only be done through you. We are just mere instruments in your hands. So Lord, we thank you for this day. Thank you that we can give you the praise and the glory and the honor for everything. Everything, God. You deserve it. You deserve it. Hallelujah. You deserve it, God. Glory Glory to God. It's all about you. And your kingdom and what you're doing. You're a wonderful, awesome God. You're good. Now as we go forth from this place, Lord, send us forth with your blessing. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. The Lord lift up the light of his countenance upon you and give you his peace. As together we say, surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. One more thing. I got to bless the meal. Father, we thank you for the provision. We thank you for the hands that have prepared and provided it. We ask your blessing, God, because it is from you and everything comes from you. So bless the meal, bless the fellowship, the time together. Let there be near, Lord, Just if the food needs to be multiplied, multiply. Whatever is needed, God, you take care of it. And we commit it to you that your name will be glorified. That when people leave this place, Your name will be on their lips. How good is our God. In Jesus name. Amen.
0: Uh, Please don't move. Nobody move please.